And you've heard an episode of Team Hamilton. Yeah, um, the, episode? the okay. body count one I've heard. Uh, <laughs> separating the artist from the person. You've heard the body count one. I think one. there was funny. one recent one that was like Lil Yachty's trash. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I think that was the finale. Okay. That's funny. Yeah, I've heard, I heard a few of them. Okay, good. And I want to make sure you know how I talk. Got you. I'm I got <laughs> okay, you. perfect. All right. back with another episode of tea with tammy and this is a special episode because season two has already ended season three will be back spring of 2018 but this is a special 2017 recap where we'll go through many topics and we say some standout things that we remember and just comment on some things that happened throughout the year and this episode features a great person that I've known for quite some time. He is a artist uh, of many sorts. He's a jack of many trades, I would say. Uh, his name is, or I know him by AQ, but I'll let him introduce himself. What's up? What's up? If you don't know me now, you do. My name is AQ and I'm here with T with Tammy. Yes, I'm so excited. This is long overdue. It is. I've We've been, been talking about this for a long time. Like, <laughs> long but like time. almost a year now. I was like, I am never going to do this. So I was just <laughs> like, this is never going to happen. Because, <laughs> you know, you're just like, yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, we're going to do it. We'll link up soon. <laughs> And, it, and it finally happened, though. So we are not one of those people where it's just we talk about it, not be about it. We are actually being about it right now. And so I'm very excited to get into these topics, AQ. For sure, okay. For sure. And so the first one I really want to talk about. Okay. Um, I want to talk about crazy scandals of 2017. Scandals. Just because ugh, this is like the most entertaining thing of 2017. Okay. okay. And so, okay, I'll give you an example. One of my favorite scandals of 2017 is the Fire Festival. I don't know if you remember that. Fire is spelled F Y R E. Oh. <laughs> Can we cuss on here? <laughs> yes. Okay, cool. <laughs> Shit, I forgot all about that. Yes, that happened this year. Okay. Yes. That was like the thing that Ja Rule yes, yes. co signed and made, like, made a part. Yes. Ran off with the plug, with the bag. Exactly. And so if you don't know what happened with the Fire Festival, just to do a quick little summary so the shady white guy who has some nice pictures is pitching Mm -hmm. a very uh exotic and resort like type of festival where they'll have nice artists and you know like those bamboo things on on the beach it'll be nice it'll be a nice resort Mm -hmm. and they pitch this idea to ja rule to Mm -hmm. have him like you know be a name Mm -hmm. a big major name on the festival and ja rule's like you know what this sounds great (sighs) looks great he says yes Mm -hmm. everyone goes to this little festival that's on this big private island um tickets were like thousands and thousands of dollars i can't give you a price but it was really expensive this was a rich person thing Mm -hmm. and they get there there's like cots (laughs) yeah they're like like little huts little huts yeah (laughs) ham sandwiches i don't even on paper plates with no lettuce just just, no lettuce just bread and ham it was bad (laughs) no mayo no (laughs) cheese 
nothing. None of that. And a tropical storm is in suit. Yep. <laughs> They're in uh, the middle of a storm. That happened. They're like, oh my gosh, I spent thousands of dollars for this. <laughs> and they're like, well, what happened to the pictures? Mm-hmm. And so that was like the big scandal and Ja Rule was trying to distance himself from it and be like, I wasn't an associate. I didn't know. That's not what I was told. This and then I want to say like right after, like a week later, he like donated a few million to... um. I don't know it was somewhere did and he yeah yeah and we're people were like okay where'd you, where'd you get this money from <laughs> right <laughs> is this where these people's this? money like right? oh my gosh that's crazy i hope not oh my gosh hopefully their tickets got refunded yeah. i never really followed up with that but that was crazy i was like oh my gosh that would be like some luck of mine to like sign up for nah, something <laughs> i wouldn't go to no offense to ja Rule, but anything, know, right? anything that he's headlining on i wouldn't trust you, I, I totally forgot about, like who is signing up to go see ja Rule. To pay that much money to see Ja Rule at that. Really? Ja Rule of all people? Okay, and so what are one of, like, what's a crazy scandal that you... Um, you know, I gotta go with one of the more recent ones, and that's, um, Tyrese. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh... Tyrese, uh, yeah, he 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 pretty much. What more do you want from me? Yeah, like, <laughs> and I, I I I, you know, he's an actor, so I couldn't oh, tell if he was just I know scamming or oh. if he was just being like it's fifty fifty sincere, because um. You know, at first he started off with Jabs at the Rock, who's one of one of my favorite actors mm-hmm. um, that I grew up with, and um, yes, he was upset at the Rock for accepting to do a standalone movie over some petty stuff. Yeah, and I'm like some petty stuff that he would have probably did if he was offered the same. And, and in my opinion, I'm like, okay, dude, you've been in the industry for about a good twenty years now. If you're complaining about a supporting role, that says something about you and right? your like and what you got going on, man, because. <laughs> 20 years in the game and you still Ooh. can't get a main role. That's... Ooh, baby boy. That was like that was like 20 years ago. And then what was after that that he did with Megan Good? Um, Waist Deep. Yes. <laughs> that, yeah, I forgot about that one. Oh, wow. Those are his two movies. Yeah, yeah, oh my yeah. Gosh. But he has Transformers. That's a good check. He has a supporting role in that. I mean, it's a check. It's a nice I mean, they can check. kill his character off and replace it. <laughs> uh, any movie that you could be killed off and people won't even look twice about you. Like, True. people aren't going to see Transformers. People aren't going to see um, Fast and the Furious I, for Ja Rule. Yeah, no one is, is seeing those movies for, for Tyrese at all. Nah. In, Another scandal that stood out to me was Usher and his herpes. Oh, yes. Does he have herpes or not? I mean, I think the consensus is not. Is it? I think he may have had it, but when... You know, he had the, the the girl she came in. And, you know, at first, I, people were kind of body shaming her. They were like, oh, she's a big girl. Mm-hmm. So, Usher wouldn't sleep with somebody like that. But, right. I mean, you don't know these dudes' standards. Right, exactly. And so, tight. that's what I'm saying. Usher like everybody. Yeah, like his wife, his ex-wife was like 10 years older than him. Right, that was a shocker to everybody. Yeah. So, this could be another shocker. Yeah, but then she starts saying things like, oh, we have a sex tape and oh my um, all kind of different stuff. And so, I was like, yeah, I don't think he... um. He, he 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 gave. I don't think he gave her herpes or anything like that. Yeah, but, I think maybe yes, but it was unrelated to the person who came out. Yeah, yeah. if he does have herpes, um, man, shout out to him because uh, <laughs> shout, <laughs> <out to him. laughs> shout out to his. Herpes. That seems like some painful, painful shout shit. Shout out to all the purrs. <laughs> <laughs> some honorable mention mm-hmm. scandals I would still like to to touch on are um, R. Kelly. Oh yeah, 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 that one. R. Kelly and then Kevin Hart. 
Um, that was that cheating. Was, yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. So um, those two were. I gotta mention um, Black China pulling the finesse move Ooh, on Rob yes, Kardashian. Yes, uh, yes. That, I was all for that. I was like, get it. <laughs> I was, I was kind of torn between it, man. Cause no, Rob was. Stupid. He was asking. For, yeah, he was asking for it, but I felt bad for him too, cause it was like, oh, oh, he, you feel bad for that man. He can't. was hurting. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I mean, like, I, I gotta mean, respect the finesse. I gotta respect. You, gotta, mean, you gotta get your clout points. It was it was obvious, and so he was asking for it. But okay, let's let's move on. And so next thing I want to uh, talk about are standout stars. Okay. So these okay. are just people who, in the year 2017, has just popped up out of nowhere and just ran the show, or okay. you know, just had a nice moment okay. and just really stood out. And so one person I like to mention is Assad. DJ oh, Khaled, yes, yes, <laughs> DJ yes, Khaled's yes. son. Yes, he's been. Um, he executive produced the album. <laughs> an album. That, that he's sh- doing a lot more than I have. Ever I have done. never done that shit yet. <laughs> he's and living the most lavish yes, life yes. as a little kid. Mm-hmm. He's been held by the biggest of stars yep. in the industry. Yeah, yep. And like I said, he's executive produced yep. an album. He has more clout than me. Wow, That's, wow, yeah. he has all the clout. Yeah. And so he is definitely a standout star of 2017. Yep. I agree. Who is one for you? Um, see, with this one, he's actually been around for a while, but I put an asterisk by him because, um, he did just pop up out of nowhere this year, but it may not have been for the best reasons. And the person I have to go with is Eminem. Uh, Eminem, uh, he, he recently resurfaced earlier this year doing the, um, what was it? The hip hop cypher. No, he first resurfaced on Big Sean's album, um, with his little feature verse. Oh, and he, he, was that this year? I want to did uh, Sean's album come out this year? I want to say it did. I, I don't know. Mm, but either way, yeah, yeah, that was recent. And yeah. so, um, yeah, he was on that. He started with that, and mm-hmm. that was, had mixed reactions, mixed reviews. Mm-hmm. And then he went to the um, BET Cipher. And uh, me personally, I didn't rock with the verse. No, um, I did but not. you know, people did are gonna not. bandwagon and. Um, you know they're gonna celebrate it when, when, whenever you speak against the man, and so um, yeah, and that was kind of disappointing to me. And then he dropped that walk on water, which was mm. which which was fish out of water. It was it was it was, tor- it was terrible. <laughs> it was just like I, it wasn't, weird. Yeah, it wasn't. A, it wasn't. Like, it was just awkward. Yeah, artistically, it wasn't horrible. It was just out of as place, a single, like you said. Like yeah, it was as just, a single, it was terrible. Mm, yeah, no. It was as an artist, I respect it. I respect the message he had in it. But yeah. For a single, no. No, no, no. And then the album, um, revival is out. Now. Yeah, and um, definitely not in any top whatever list of 2017 or 18 nah. for, for that. No, sorry. Yeah, so um, standout stars, yeah, but for the right reasons, I don't know. Yeah, and I said this about him when um, Marshall Mathers LP2 came out. Um, he should just go the Andre 3000 route. Mm-hmm. Just sporadically Features. once a year. Just just one great verse and mm-hmm. then just, you know, just go away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I can't knock him for wanting to continue with his art. Mm-hmm. But it's like, oh, uh, that route would be perfect for Eminem. Where he would just... I think this route was just kind of forced, in my opinion. I mean, you... What you, is this? You, you want to go against the man. You want to talk about the systematic issues that we have in our, in our mm-hmm. political system. And um, those are things that are already well known. And so I But I mean, I do acknowledge the fact that it's 
it's always great to have a white ally mm-hmm. because they obviously have white fans. And mm-hmm. so they're talking to, because when we're saying it, it's taught, we're preaching to the choir. Mm-hmm. Like, of course we know we're going through mm-hmm. struggles because we're both black. Mm-hmm. But when mm-hmm. we have a white artist say it to their white fans, mm-hmm. then the message gets further out there. And so I commend Eminem for, you know, having the message. It's just, I thought it was just executed horribly. Yeah, I, I've I known him to be better. I I agree. I agree. I've, and as an artist, I felt like he, I've heard him way more lyrical, way more, had way more wordplay once before. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was just, I don't know. It just seemed. Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. Oh, remember the shady 2.0 cipher? Yeah. That was, oh, and then remember voice was like, hi, Rihanna. Yeah, oh, that was, that was memories. good. That oh, was good. And days. then now he, he got on there talking about, um, excuse me, uh, with the coffee line or whatever. I don't even know yeah. what he was trying to say. But another standout star, mm-hmm. Tiffany Haddish. Oh, uh, yes. She was running it. Yes, all girls yes. trip. She Saturday hosted Night Night SNL. Yeah. Yes, she has a stand-up special on Showtime, which mm-hmm. is hilarious. And mm-hmm. so she is definitely running it. She's doing great interviews where she's just telling great stories and mm-hmm. she's so charismatic and mm-hmm. people are falling in love with her personality. And I'm very interested in seeing where she goes from here i actually wanted to see her in more movies mm-hmm. versus in stand-up i personally love seeing her act but um i thought she definitely was a standout star yeah i feel she has a lot of kevin hart energy um she <laughs> right? can um right? definitely cross over into like commercial movies and not yes. just um movies not, i don't want to characterize them as just black movies but mm-hmm. movies where of different genres. She might have to start off as the token. I mean, Kevin mm-hmm. Hart did. He was yeah. in the, his first movies. If you go back on Netflix and Hulu and you search mm-hmm. back in 2008 or 7, mm-hmm. those old Kevin Hart movies where he's playing the typical just black guy yeah. Yeah. or the black friend. That's true. He was in a scary movie where mm-hmm. he was just the black guy yeah. <laughs> with the typical black jokes. I agree. And he's definitely evolved into Kevin Hart the star. Mm-hmm. And so I see that kind of, like you said, that same type of energy Mm-hmm. of her so yeah standout star who's another one for you um cardi b Ooh. um cardi b had a big year uh surprisingly because she only dropped one single but um yeah but she had a brick year she's nominated for a grammy um she's been on a lot of huge features uh mm-hmm. motorsport being the most recent one this yes. track with g easy um bodak yellow she beat out taylor swift oh side note sorry to cut you off mm-hmm. okay and so a friend and i were talking about or in discussion about how no limit mm-hmm. and plain jane both sample slob on my knob mm-hmm. um by three six mm-hmm. and so which one is the better song um because obviously one is charting better than the other and it's one with the white artist but which one's the better song Plain Jane. Exactly. Plain Jane. I think. <laughs> Just needed that confirmation. Yeah, I, I mean, I liked it because it was it was nostalgic. I liked this from the flow down to yeah. like the sample. Like it was it was nostalgic. Whereas, They're both good songs for mm-hmm. the record, but Plain Jane is the better yeah. of the songs. But it's like it's always oh, you always got to get that side eye where it's mm-hmm. just like. You see these white artists like just super chart yeah. straight up to the top mm-hmm. and someone else is doing the exact same thing or yeah. better. Jeezy has that pull somehow, yeah. some way. Yeah, it's, it's, it's being white. <laughs> but um, yes, Cardi B definitely had a great year. Mm-hmm. Um, got engaged, number one on Billboard, mm-hmm. um, cover of multiple magazines, mm-hmm. and she just bought her man. What did she buy him? Yes. Yes. I mean, she does have half a million on her finger, she said. And so she was just returning 
you know, but, returning the favor. <laughs> I mean, one thing for Cardi though, just don't don't spend all your advance money. Exactly, and she said she did not rent it. Okay, yeah, because she was clapping back at someone on in some comments saying like, "Oh, this is a rental," and she was like, "No, check the receipts. I bought Oof. this," and I'm like, "Ooh, this is even worse than yeah." You spent a lot of money on it, right? You can't take this back. Oh no. But um, an honorable mention for standout star, I would say, is Issa Rae. Um, and Secure, she's definitely you know slowly building up that buzz winning awards for the show and script writing for other things now and mm-hmm. getting different projects off the, off the ground. And so I think she is a great standout star. Any sure. honorable mentions? Anyone else you want to mention? Um, a couple people. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll go first with Gucci. Oh, um, yes. Gucci, he's consecutively had good years. Oops, um, he never fails to reinvent himself. How did I forget um, Gucci? Jesus. Yeah, he had the the wedding on TV this year. Oh my gosh, um, his growth, yeah, his evolution had, is had insane. A, had a book, goals. <laughs> yeah, goals. yeah, it's it's crazy. Um, so he he he's one of them. And Keisha's um, waist, oh, Woo. yeah, yeah, snatched. Oh. I don't. I just wanted to know if she had kids or not. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's that's all I want to know. I know she 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 got kids. She knows. Yeah, she, yeah, she's got kids. Um. Also, the last one is Joyner Lucas. Mm. Um, he's more the the recent ones that caught my attention. Um, he had a little buzz with this this I'm not a racist video he dropped. Ah, yes, 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 yes. See, I like Joyner. I remember um his album. It's like a phone number. Mm-hmm. Um, and he oh, has yeah. some really good like uh tracks on the album because they're all great stories. Mm-hmm. And he has really good music videos. I've learned mm-hmm. that match the story. And so I always love a great visual. Mm-hmm. Um, I know you do as well mm-hmm. in your own music. You mm-hmm. have some great visuals that tell stories, mm-hmm. and it's like cinematic mm-hmm. and he's the same way and so I love him from that and that's how I originally knew him but and then I see it, I'm not racist and as soon as I saw it trending on Twitter and I saw the little cover art for it I was like nope n- nope not gonna click on it <sighs> and I didn't click on it for like a week mm-hmm. did not watch it I don't mm-hmm. know what was your original reaction to seeing it or um, what you thought <clears throat> it was it, it was good um and I mean a lot of people, this might be an unpopular opinion, but mm-hmm. we need to stop also glorifying pseudo, like pseudo consciousness. Mm-hmm. Um, because. Okay, elaborate on that. Just off the fact that he points out these certain issues mm-hmm. on his songs, I mean, I don't, it's just kind of, we over glorify it in a way to where it's, it's, I don't think it's going to fix any issues. He's not really giving any solutions. He's more or less, we get caught up in pointing out racism like it doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. Like we, at this point, we know it exists. At this point, we need to know, okay, how can we grow past that? How can we build upon that? Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, if you continue pointing it out and pointing it out, I mean, yeah, mm-hmm. okay, you get your kudo points, bravo. Yeah, and I think that's all he was really wanting to do. I mm-hmm. don't think he was trying to be the next activist or woke artist of yeah. the industry. He just said he was simply just trying to start a conversation. And so, yeah, you get your kudos points for starting the same conversation we've already been having mm-hmm. you know that's been trending on the internet for the past five years yeah now, exactly, Black Lives exactly. Matter. but i didn't really care for the music video because of how it was presented mm-hmm. um the music video if you haven't watched it it's two people mm-hmm. there's a white guy he mm-hmm. has the first verse and he is spewing just hate mm-hmm. and racial mm-hmm. 
um, bigotry towards a black man who is sitting across from him. And he is just saying, you know, coon, you know, he is just saying all the stereotypes of sagging your pants, not having any motivation and getting a job, having kids, mm-hmm. being on welfare, all that crazy stuff. Mm-hmm. And the second verse is a black guy who in return, he says, you don't understand the black struggle. Mm-hmm. He doesn't necessarily go back with saying any type of racist bigotry, I would say, mm-hmm. because at the end of the day, I don't think a black person can be racist towards a white person, mostly because racism is systematic Mm -hmm. or in a type of, yeah, in a type of system. Yeah, And so a a black person can never oppress a white person Mm -hmm. through a system because it's impossible for a minority. Mm -hmm. Um, But the way it was presented from Joyner Lucas, it was as if these two people were on the same level and they mm-hmm. were saying the same type of information to each other. Counterattacking each other. Exactly. Yeah. Like they were just having, uh, like this is one side and this is the other when really this was, this is a racist person and this is a person who is going through life mm-hmm. or the past hundreds of years mm-hmm. of dealing with this racism mm-hmm. and the aftermath of saying that we don't have racism, racism when we really do. Mm-hmm. And so it was like unfair for black people to see this because mm-hmm. it's like, okay, where, where was I, our defense in that yeah, music exactly. video? Exactly. It was just a white person spewing going his hate. hate. Yeah, yeah. Going, going, just going at us. And I mean, he didn't really have nothing in his defense. Exactly. Um, but yeah, I, I agree. That's, that's what I'm saying. I mean, you can point out so many issues all, like all you want, but exactly we already know what's on the table but yeah when it comes to joiner lucas in that music video i just thought it was presented in all the wrong ways but mm-hmm. like you said he still gets his kudo points for yeah one, one sparking a conversation one more thing about him um mm-hmm. he, he's a very talented artist don't get me wrong he's yes. very creative his gucci gang remix top in my top favorite song i'll see that's what i was gonna mention i didn't i liked the freestyle and all the way uh, until he tried to go at little pump and um well he clarified that he said he, he wasn't really going at little pump he mm-hmm. was just being playful yeah i just feel tab. like as an artist it's, you shouldn't i mean people are gonna make whatever type of music they, they want to mm-hmm. make so i mean it makes no sense to knock another man's hustle because you feel it shouldn't be glorified or accepted as it should. I understand that. Like, don't knock a hustle, but it was still fire. It was. It was. It was. I liked it. I was like, man, he is just spitting hot fire. Mm-hmm. But yes, definitely Gucci Gang, one of my favorites. And were, were you, what, were, what else were you going to mention? Oh, that was it. That was, yeah. I, I want to cover that. Yes. Okay. And so moving on, let's talk about some... Let's see, top news headlines. And this is just like, you know, you know, some serious things that happened in actual okay. news okay. That, that really affected some people. Um, one of, in recent, was that Keaton Jones yes. story yes. of being bullied. <laughs> this kid was online. Mm-hmm. Um, his mother was videotaping him just tell his experience of being mm-hmm. bullied and saying how people were pouring milk down his back and calling him names because he has a, a facial defect. Mm-hmm. And um, the internet felt for him. They started donating money to him. The mother made a GoFundMe saying we need Christmas gifts and we don't have that much money. And then it came out that 
well, the mother is a racist. Mm-hmm. Um, the father is in a Aryan gang. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. the second to the KKK really in prison. Mm-hmm. And they, they use the N-word and, you know, they, they have the Confederate flag up and mm-hmm. they've shown pictures of this family mm-hmm. in their Confederate flag memorabilia. And it's, mm-hmm. it's hilarious and sad at the same time that mm-hmm. people were feeling for this little kid and his story and really wanted to help and it in somewhat was maybe a scam because the mother was trying to use this for her advantage oh yeah but oh yeah i mean i still feel for the kid of course because Mm -hmm. at the end of the day he still has you know things to go through in his life of possibly being bullied but we don't Mm -hmm. know the extent now because now we're questioning yeah the, um, the honesty i don't i don't know how true it was but um i heard people saying that he was calling other black kids like the yeah. n-word yeah um yeah if he was doing that i mean it's kind of like you don't don't go feeding the dogs if you're afraid to get bit mm-hmm. um he's like don't don't cry about it <laughs> when you you started it oh my god and you get the fire hit back at you over here calling people the n-word yeah and then like, talking about like crying on a video oh, i hope i hope that there was good intention, but mm-hmm. at the end of the day, this family has racist roots, mm-hmm. and so I will not be funding anything mm-hmm. towards that. Because what is that guy's name? It's like spoken something reasons. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Some guy, um, yeah, it's exactly like a comedian about. slash motivational speaker, really on yeah, the internet. Yeah, yeah. And he was saying how why should we ever give money to a white person when white people have oppressed us for so many years and we still haven't got what we deserve in return. And we're still fighting today for equal rights and just exactly. to be heard exactly. and have our lives matter. We have communities that don't even get money like that. So he, he raised 55K. I mean, what? Where'd that money come from? Because yeah. um, if not just like black people in our strive, just be... Where, like, that money should just be going towards your own community, your own people, family, whatever. But don't just be giving that money out to people who have not thought not one second about you. Mm-hmm. And ugh, I was totally in agreement with that. But mm-hmm. what is a top news headline that you can um, remember? On a more serious note, um, mm-hmm. I would say the whole net neutrality thing. Oh, um, yeah, speak on it. Um, I wasn't necessarily, I wasn't, I was against the repeal of net neutrality, not because like, oh, they're going to start charging for Twitter and, and things like that. <laughs> um, People were going crazy on Twitter. Yeah, yeah, Twitter yeah. Time. Oh, I'm not about to pay for this. Bye. Yeah, but People were saying bye already. As young like entrepreneurs, just like me and you, um, who have small businesses and small brands, mm-hmm. um, we're deeply affected by that because now these larger, these larger companies get to pretty much lobby other companies Manipulate. As far as, yeah, manipulate other companies as far as the internet providers and all that. And, um, with like, let's say you have your own website or whatever, you would mm-hmm. know your rates to maintain that website would increase or mm-hmm. your bandwidth would slow down. And, um, yeah, it's just not fair to the smaller people. I don't, and I don't think, exactly. um, it's not fair. yeah, and I don't think the business model of this country currently is looking for this, looking out for the smaller people. <sighs> um, Another thing that ties into that recently that I was kind of against and for, mm-hmm. um, for, for the entertainment purposes, but against for, against sort of like the net neutrality thing is just not for the smaller people. Mm-hmm. Um, Disney buying Fox. Mm-hmm. Um, 
with Disney buying Fox, I mean, I, I look up that stuff all the time. It's just stuff I'm interested in. Um, it's cool because, you know, you get to have like the X-Men on, on Marvel now, um, under Disney and all that type of stuff. But also, if you pay more attention to it, um, Disney has been buying the rights and the licensing, licensing publishing of all these, um, brands like Star Wars and, um, you know, now Fox. And with that, they're in direct competition with smaller companies yep. like Netflix. And um, Disney actually took the, all their movies off of Netflix yep. recently. Um, I saw that. Yeah, to start their own streaming service in a couple of years. Wow. And um, with that, um, with net neutrality as well, Disney is a major conglomeration compared to um, to Netflix. So like upstarts like Netflix, we won't have a chance to really branch off to do something big um, because of all these licensing rights now and that Disney owns Fox, which is now that Disney movies are off of Netflix, Fox movies are also going to be off of Netflix and Hulu and Amazon. Mm, no, no. Yeah. That is uh, just too much content that I'm missing out on. Yeah, so, um, yeah, it's interesting. It's, it's interesting. Uh, well, hopefully that, because there's still time, right? Yeah, Saying yeah, yeah. that there's still time to hopefully repeal or whatever and... <laughs> Hopefully I don't have to pay for this. Yeah, hell yeah. Because <laughs> I will not. Um, the next uh, top news headline I remember is Kanika Jenkins. Remember that oh, story yeah, on yeah, Twitter yeah. or the Facebook? The baby with the, in the hotel, yeah. Yes, yeah. in the hotel. And so if, you didn't, or if you're not familiar with the story, young girl goes out with her friends, hotel party. She comes up missing. Friends can't find her. Parents can't find her. She is found in the basement freezer of the mm-hmm. hotel and unfortunately she is dead mm-hmm. they're speculating that there is foul play because her friends were posting on facebook like videos and they're mm-hmm. saying that oh if you listen closely in the background you can hear screaming or mm-hmm. you can hear her say oh help me or oh we're gonna rape her or mm-hmm. oh where's the money and like all these different conspiracy theories mm-hmm. and as soon as i saw the story i was like i'm not commenting on this Nope, I do. I wasn't mm-hmm. there. I don't mm-hmm. know the information. How do I know if this is foul play? And mm-hmm. I was watching or listening to the same videos that were posted online, and I couldn't hear "help me" or any of the things mm-hmm. that people were saying or that was being said in the videos. And mm-hmm. so I was like, "Nope, I'm just gonna wait to see." And they're saying that, or no, it was later released some some footage mm-hmm. of her, you know, drunkenly in the hallway, mm-hmm. stumbling, and she stumbled into the freezer and. And that's where she was. But people were saying, oh, there was some pictures when they found her and her clothes were kind of, you know, off of her yeah, body. Yeah. And she looked rustled as if there was a struggle. Mm-hmm. And so I don't know what your thoughts were about the story and what mm-hmm. you think of, about the foul play part or, you know, the whole story in general. Yeah, I mean, I, I saw all that as well. I don't want to make assumptions, though, like you said, because um, I, I wasn't there. Um, so... I, I can have a I have two different approaches to it. Mm-hmm. Um there could have not been foul foul play foul play, you know, involved and she could have just been wandering the hotel drunk. Um mm-hmm. she lost her friends and she somehow ended up in the freezer. Mm-hmm. Um in my opinion, what probably happened, mm-hmm. um she was wandering around and on the hotel's part they forgot to close the freezer. 
Um, you know, usually, you know, your maids and your staff, you know, they go in and they're supposed to clean mm-hmm. the kitchen, make sure everything is locked. Well, they said this was actually a, like in construction area that wasn't really barricaded all yeah. correctly. Yeah. And so, yeah, that's for certain that it wasn't closed up that mm-hmm. they needed to be. Yeah. And so that's probably how she wandered into the fr- the freezer. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as how it got closed, um, that that's that's the mystery right there. Mm-hmm. Um, somebody could have came and closed it, not realizing somebody was inside. She could have no, she couldn't have closed it by herself. Um, it, it, I don't know. Couldn't it, have it, closed behind her. I, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, and, like the whole clothes things and like her looking rustled. Like I know they were saying like on Doctor Oz or like another show, like how there's this thing. I don't know if it's hypothermia or something mm-hmm. where it's like when you're cold, you have this burying like mm-hmm. type of mindset where you just like burrow and like you're just trying to like take all of your clothes off to get warm because mm-hmm. you want that skin to skin like contact and you just you really are not in the right state of mind. Mm-hmm. Because you're just really freezing and cold. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what happened with her, with mm-hmm. her, with the alcohol in her system. Mm-hmm. But I will say, I think, of course, there is foul play. Foul play on her friend's part because where where were y'all? Yeah. and Y'all let your friend just yeah, and- wander about the whole damn hotel on this footage and stumble upon the basement mm-hmm. construction area in a freezer. Y'all talking about, oh, we don't know where she's at. Like, what? What and kind of friends are y'all? The way... She was moving at the party. If anything, if there was foul play from another person, mm-hmm. she might, she might, somebody might have slipped something in her drinks. I've seen drunk people move, mm-hmm. and it seemed like she was just way more out of it than just being drunk. Yeah. Um. I mean, yeah, it's hard to tell, but I just think the foul play is just her having shitty friends. Yeah, exactly. Because exactly. Like, if she had some good friends she'd be alive yeah exactly yeah and it's unfortunate and so have a tight circle when you go out so you know do a head count always Mm -hmm. check in you know be safe yeah but some honorable mentions as for some top news headlines that we have to talk about or mention or touch on the hurricanes that happened the multiple hurricanes Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um one specifically happened here in the state of texas Mm -hmm. and houston and Mm -hmm. that was a definite tragedy yeah that was um, a lot of people lost a lot of things mm-hmm. uh people mm-hmm. um and but a lot of celebrities there are some celebrities who came out in support um especially of the other hurricanes as well i mean puerto rico mm-hmm. still has no power um flint has no water other, still it, flint still has no clean water after years yeah years oh my gosh and so like that and then the las vegas shooting yep um you know, these gun laws, I mm-hmm. think, need to be looked into, reformed, refined. I agree. Somehow, some way, and some some bit. Mm-hmm. And it's it's very sad. And this is like one of the, what, deadliest massacres yeah. in history? And that's another mystery as history. well. It's kind of like the Kanika Jenkins issue. Um, with the guy, they, they just don't give too much background of him. Aside from, oh, you, you know, they have a lot of people, like, I guess his brother came out and spoke. Or, mm-hmm. And they he were like, like, yeah. He, weird girlfriend. Dude. Yeah. And they're like, oh, he's a good person. They can see this. That's all we knew about him. Mm-hmm. And so it's just, yeah. What if it was a black man? Oh. His whole timeline of history. out in the street. Yeah. Yeah. He's got two baby mamas over yes. here. He never, he never paid his child. Like, oh, mm-hmm. my gosh. Oh, there would be every little bit about that man in the news. Mm-hmm. But, um. You know, of course, condolences mm-hmm. to all the lives that were lost. And those were definitely some big news headlines of mm-hmm. 2017. Mm-hmm. But to keep things moving, let's talk about some 
some albums. Let's talk about some music. Okay. Let's, okay. let's jump into it. Let's so let's it. start with best R&B albums. <laughs> um, and so I have two in mind for myself. And mm-hmm. this is just... And when I say best... It doesn't really have to mean in success of charts okay. or sales okay. Okay. or anything okay. like that. I'm thinking like, what music did I revisit the most throughout mm-hmm. the year? Because there are some really great albums, but you know, I listened to it once. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. And then you I'm on to the next again. thing. Yeah. And like these albums I'm going to name, like I go back to them. Okay. Okay. So the first one I'll mention is Savage by Tank. That was a good album. And when we, oh, that single, oh, that does things to me. Oh, it's so intense. And that music video is so, oh, so juicy. Oh, bless uh, your heart. Tank. <laughs> My thirsty heart. Uh, Tank <laughs> is just so underrated mm-hmm. in what he does in his acting and his singing. I agree. And that whole album, like, I, I did not skip one track. Mm-hmm. Not one. And so that is definitely a top R&B album, Savage by Tank. What about yeah. you? Um, One I have to go with is um, Awaken My Love. Oh, okay. And it's not necessarily just an R&B album. It's just... Yeah, um soul. Yeah, it's a lot of soul. And the fact that we have somebody like Donald Glover, Childish Gambino, who started mm. off initially as a comedian, an actor. He's um, such a long way. Yeah, then went into rapping, and now he's... You know, performing with his shoes off, uh, no shirt on, bare chest. Yes, it's um, gonna be like, um, I mean, he's bringing back Atlanta mm-hmm, next year, right? Mm-hmm. And isn't he supposed to be like in a Star Trek movie or is he yeah, yeah, um, Star, um, Wars Star Wars, I think the Han Solo one, yes, yeah. like, mm-hmm. oh, he is doing big things, and then, and then, then Lion King, yeah. yes, yeah. Lion King, oh, shout out to Childish, yeah. So that album was pre- it was pretty dope. I listened to it, and I'm actually still go back to it just because it sounds like. A funk album that was made in like yes. the 70s um he executed that perfectly yeah yeah it, it was dope it was a dope. lot of people still don't know that that's him mm-hmm. you know they're like macy gray like, <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> when you type in like stay woke or mm-hmm. uh, uh anything of on his album like mm-hmm. macy gray pops up first mm-hmm. on youtube or google and that's crazy because people were just typing in that uh assuming that mm-hmm. and so he did a good job yeah um another album not too sure if you've heard of him, Damar Jackson. Mm-hmm. He is a new R&B star. Mm-hmm. Um, he kind of looks like um, DJ Quick to me. Oh, wow. Kind of. like He's he an older like, guy? No, he's just like light-skinned, tall, skinny, braids to the back, like okay. long hair. Okay. And so like in that way with DJ Quick. But he has an album called Unfaithful. And just like Savage... I play it straight through. Okay. No skips. If you haven't heard it, definitely check it out. It's never too late to check out music. Just because we're going into 2018 doesn't mm-hmm. mean you can't listen to 2017 music. I agree. <laughs> I agree. And so that's another album for me. What about you? Uh, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Um, Mainstream-wise, I got to give a shout-out. I want to say it's necessarily an R&B album. But um, I like The Weeknd Starboy. Um, mm, I, I felt it was I a pretty... Yeah, I felt it was that a pretty. Was this year? Mm-hmm. Dang, wow! Mm-hmm. I felt it was a pretty dope album. Um, compared really? to the weekend's previous efforts, where all his music tended to sound the same per mm-hmm. se. Um, so he kind of stepped out the box and brought some more uplifting vibes. Um, this time around, some I appreciated. Yeah, right? yeah, I yeah. Was like, okay. Yeah, and I appreciated right. that. I appreciated that. <laughs> yeah, that is a good one. And um, as for like a honorable mention, Mac Wilds, mm-hmm. um, Tristan Wilds is his real name, but mm-hmm. Mac Wilds, he was in the Wire, Nine Hundred Two and Zero. 
a lot of movies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, he was also um, a video boy for, for Adele. In, oh, wow. Um, what's that song? Hello. Yeah. Really? He plays her, her spouse okay. in that music video or okay. the, the main male lead. But anyway, he released an album this year called After Hours. Mm-hmm. Really good. Um, I would say it's about, I don't know how many tracks, maybe 10 to 12. And yeah, it's solid. There, there's a lot of good songs. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure if these projects came out this year, but another R&B artist I've jammed recently, um, Sir. I don't know if you ever heard of Sir. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Where it's like the capital S, little I, mm-hmm. capital R. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah um, He's been on a few Tea with Tammy sounds. So really? Yes. Okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, his projects are pretty dope. Um, nice. I'd recommend anybody to go jam him if they want some old, chill, like R&B vibes as far yes. as like something you can just cruise around in your whip with. Yes. Um, yeah, he's pretty dope. I've been jamming him recently. Um, also, she's not really a, a R&B singer. She's more, I guess, pop or I don't know. She doesn't really have a genre in my in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, Lana Del Rey. Um, <sighs> I just I don't like her. What? <laughs> she puts me straight to sleep every time. Oh, okay. oh I try, okay. I try, and then like. I'm definitely with the people who have criticized her for glorifying like suicide and mm-hmm. like like glorifying that what's that club the Twenty Seven Club. Mm-hmm. Like, like she was like oh I wish I was dead or mm-hmm. a part of that club but it's just like no don't say that because there's people out there that who look may, up to you yeah. yeah really be thinking that mm-hmm. and now you're encouraging that type mm-hmm. of mindset mm-hmm. and so that I can't get behind and ever mm-hmm. since kind of that and I the, just fell off of and her. you're right because um, she had her interview recently um and she specifically said, like, with the, her music is so melancholic and so, um, mm-hmm. so sad. And, you know, you know, I would listen to it and I, I didn't think twice about it. I was like, oh, this, you know, this is some nice vibes right here. Mm-hmm. Um, some nice sounds. But then she was like, no, like, the things I say in my music, when I talk about dying and stuff, she was like, that's really how I feel. Exactly. Uh, I was like, wait a minute. Yeah. And so run that back. <laughs> yeah. And so when she said that, it kind of made me just start jamming her music kind of differently because it's like, oh, no, I want to just <laughs> side eye. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, but I mean, if she had a great project, good for her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so, okay, let's uh, keep the music going. Okay. Best hip hop albums. <laughs> All right. And so, first one I want to mention is "No Shame" by Hobson. Okay. Hobson came back. He's been through some things, unfortunately, with um, Funk Volume mm-hmm. and going through some legal troubles with the partner that he had mm-hmm. and how his partner owns all the rights when really Hobson started it from the ground up, but he lost it all and he mm-hmm. has to start over himself. And like everyone else on Funk Volume had to just like figure out their own type of way, but mm-hmm. they're figuring it out. Um, at least Dizzy Wright is. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's back. He had a new album and it's amazing. It's like straight fire. Mm-hmm. He picked the great um production beats and hobson always had rhymes and before i've said that he sounds pretty redundant usually i feel like when i hear a hobson song i'm like okay i feel like i've heard this before but this time around he's definitely switched it up when it comes to the beats Mm -hmm. even though he made fun of like trap music Mm -hmm. i feel like he was still pulling from big sounding beats where it's like it's still theatrical and it still sounds like oh i can still jam this in the whip or possibly the club too Mm -hmm. and so yeah he had definitely a a good project no shame by hobson you Um, speaking of trap, I'm gonna go with the more recent album that caught my attention personally, um, which is pretty dope, was the Without Warning 
by um, mm. Offset and 21 Savage. Really? I like that okay. album. Okay. Um, right. It was a nice balance of styles. I mean, Offset, of course, was rapping circles. Well, I don't want to say he was just outshining 21, but 21 also brought to the table his own authenticity. He wasn't trying to sound like anybody else. True. And he wasn't trying to sound like Offset. So he was I respect- being himself. Yeah, I respected that. Yeah. And um, just the vibe of it, the production of Metro Beats. It, it was it was a, a really slept on project in my opinion. It was um, better than that Big Sean Metro Boomer. Yeah, yeah. Double enough and there you go. Yeah, uh, yeah. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, but that 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 is a good project. Okay, and so next one I want to choose is More Life Drake because if you know me just a little bit, okay. you know that oh gosh Drake is the number one rapper alive in my opinion. <laughs> I have a top five, yeah. and he is all of them. <laughs> okay. Bless your heart again. Drake, Drake is out here doing the damn thing. And I'm going to be honest because, yes, I love Drake. I've loved him since, like, season two of Degrassi. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, before he was in the wheelchair. Mm-hmm. But um, I'll admit, More Life didn't perform as well as he probably thought it would. I probably thought it was going to do. Or just hip-hop culture. Mm-hmm. Hip hop has, or Drake has had bigger moments mm-hmm. with projects before in the past, and I feel like More Life was big for a short moment, mm-hmm. and then it just fell off on the on the wayside. But when you revisit, it still jams. Mm-hmm. Um, my favorite song on the album actually doesn't even have Drake on it, and it's um, it is what's his name, the singer kind of melancholy party. No, um, I'll have to come back to it. But one of the songs, because it's a playlist yeah. uh, versus mm-hmm. an album. And mm-hmm. so he did a different approach where, mm-hmm. you know, Drake is very clever. He mm-hmm. tries to, you know, bypass some things and some some criticism because he can always fall back and be like, well, that was a playlist. So yeah. you can't. <laughs> um, with, with more life, Drake, Drake, Drake has grown on me. Um... <laughs> Because I, I, I like Drake. It's like a coming of age story. You know, he started off with the whole emo type of sound. Did and he, was it? I would say so. Emo. With Thank Me Don't Later. Don't do him. Don't do him. But he grew, he grew <laughs> into this, this phenomenal artist. Um, True. More life. <laughs> more life. I would honestly say more life was a better project than Views, in my oh, yeah. opinion. Um, I can admit that as well because people think because I love Drake so much I'm in denial. Mm-hmm. I I can easily admit that views was not mm-hmm. was not it. But when you check those numbers though, oh yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> okay, he the king. Yeah, and so with views, <laughs> I think with views it was kind of oversaturated as far as the yeah. typical Drake sound that people were For used sure. to. But when more life came out, he mm. was experimenting with different types of sounds, different mm. artists. I know he um he put me on the gigs. I didn't you know right. He, I like him and I like gigs. Right. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Skepta. Um, it was a lot of it was a lot of variety on um. Drake's project. He had Doug on there, had Travis Scott. Mm-hmm, Quavo. Um, yeah, Quavo. Um, yeah, it, it was a pretty dope project. I like More Life. I still jam. Sampha. That's one thing. Yeah, yeah. Sampha. Okay. There okay. you go. He was on there. And is it called uh, 4422 or something? It's like a number, but that, that was my favorite track mm-hmm. on the album. But yeah, More Life. Yeah. More tunes for your head top. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and so what's another one you can mention? Um, let's go. 444. 
that's the, that's the album of the year for there me right there. We go. Um, shout out to Jay Z. Um, Why? Why? Why are we shouting him out? Why? Because he's, he he's one of the. <laughs> there's a lot of men that cheat out there. Um, oh, okay, so it's it's, it's okay. not it's not right. No, it's not. But I was like, be careful now. Uh, it's not okay. But as far as the project goes, mm. um. Was it one of Jay's most lyrical projects or was it one of his most like well put together projects? No, it wasn't. Mm. Um, I personally feel like the Blueprint, American Gangster, uh, Reasonable mm. Doubt were all better albums. Even Magna Carta was more sonically appealing. Ooh, um, well, I didn't like that. As far as production. Oh, okay, um, I get that. Yeah. With 444, okay. I liked it because. Jay wasn't Hove in this. He was he was Sean Carter. Yeah, um, exactly. And at that point in time, Jay was facing a lot of backlash. A lot of people were kind of like, oh, do I still want to rock with Jay after this whole Beyonce incident of him mm-hmm. um, cheating on her and then him getting beat up in the elevator by Solange. And so he was facing a lot of negative publicity. Um, and a lot of people went behind um, Title at that point yep. as well. Um, so with, pricey. yeah, and so <laughs> with 444, I feel like net neutrality <laughs> <laughs> for real, though. Got those um, net neutrality prices over there at Title, he, yeah, he's tripping. It's like 1999. <laughs> um, but yeah, with 444, it showed he was Jay as more vulnerable than we ever seen him before because you know, usually he does the braggadocio and all that type of stuff, the swag rap. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really go to Jay to be woke. Um, okay. a lot of people kind of revere Jay. But he as has his, been woke before. I guess. Slightly. And, yeah, and a lot of people revere Jay as his deep artist. He's not really a deep artist. It's a um, minor two. Like he won't do like a whole song. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I listen to Jay more for his classes. Um, you know the way he, <laughs> okay. he, he portrays himself yeah, yeah, per, yeah. per se. Mm, it, um, oh, I can't wait to speak. <laughs> But four four four. So with this one, he he put Sean Carter out on the table. He put mm-hmm. all his his deficiencies, all his insecurities, all out on the table. And we never seen that from Jay. Mm-hmm. And this kind of resurged his career in a way to where people could take him seriously more than they were before because mm-hmm. they're like, okay, this is a person that's not only apologizing for what he did, not to say that what he did was right, um, and it should be forgiven, but mm-hmm. we've never seen that side of Jay before. So it was more okay. of a reinvention, and that's why I appreciated four four four. Okay. Um, I mean, first and foremost, I know I give like, you know, I give Jay-Z shit all the time, but there, I know he is a popular figure in our culture mm-hmm. and I can't deny that he's had classic moments, albums and songs. Like, I know that I'm aware of that. If I say otherwise, I'm trolling mm-hmm. <laughs> for the record, but <laughs> there's just something about Jay that I've just I just could never pinpoint that mm-hmm. I just don't like. Mm-hmm. And I mean not to toot my own horn, I can smell BS from a mile away. Mm-hmm. And I think the BS I was smelling was his cheating ways. I really think that's been it. I think I was sensing it. That was my woman intuition okay. and I think that's why I'm not a fan of him. Mm-hmm. But besides that, let's let's talk about the album 444. Mm-hmm. Or another side note really quickly. My favorite song or one of my favorite songs from Jay-Z is Song Cry. Yeah. Like he he made the song cry. He said, you know, he's not usually emotional, but he made the song cry, and mm-hmm. he he really displayed his vulnerability there mm-hmm. and told a good story. 
And listening to 444, I was like, wow, he turned my favorite song into a whole damn album. He did, yeah. This is exactly what I've been wanting from Jay-Z. Mm-hmm. Him to be more vulnerable. Him to show more emotion. Me, personally, I am so over him talking about him having a nice watch and a Picasso and yeah. that his wife is Beyonce. Exactly, it's like, exactly. stop throwing your life in my face. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? That's like, what Magna Diddy Carta is less was. braggadocious than you, damn. Like, <laughs> seems like at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. And so... That was like a breath of fresh air. And like you were saying before, this was a reinvention. Me, I separate this album from all the rest and say this is his first album as Sean Carter. Mm -hmm. I would say this is like a whole different era for Jay-Z. Because Mm -hmm. before I was like, I am not checking for Jay-Z. He is old and tired. Mm -hmm. Next. Why are we we checking for him? Mm -hmm. Like He's already been in the games Mm -hmm. thousands of years. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But now it's like he sparked a new... A new journey. Mm -hmm. And I'm all for it. Mm -hmm. And so I actually really enjoyed 444. But I will say, I didn't really revisit it. Like, when I listened to it, I was like, wow, these are great stories. These are great lines. These are great emotions. But this isn't something like, oh, let me... Let me play that one song again. You're right, you're right. Unless I'm just showing someone something, which is mm-hmm. usually the case. It'll be like, oh, did you see that OJ mm-hmm. video? No, you haven't? Let's put it on. Mm-hmm. That's when I replay Jay. But I understand why it would be a great album of the year. Because mm-hmm. it was a reinvention of Jay. Mm-hmm. Sean Carter. So I'm all for that. I agree. And so those were best hip-hop albums for us. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Let's talk about some top trends or popular things really quickly. Let's just skim through this. But um, two popular things to me were, one, it was like, it when it dropped, it was like everywhere. And it was like a shock. And mm-hmm. those man rompers. <laughs> yes. Um. Actually. Man rompers. Speaking of that. Oh, you I got one? That. Where's yours? No, Put it on. I don't got it. <laughs> I don't have it with me. Is it under this? It's in the closet. (laughs) So, I had went to Atlanta, me and um, my boy AJ. (laughs) That's where they went. Um, Yeah, we went to Atlanta and he was, AJ was actually looking for one. And, um, uh, and so we went to the, to the little thrift shop um, they had and um, we were like, do you all have male rompers? (laughs) The look, the, the clerk, the, the, the sales associate she gave to us was like, do you want one of those? Or <laughs> like, like what kind of trend is? Because I guess the trend didn't hit Atlanta yet. Oh, okay. and so she was like, I would have thought it started there. That, that's what I thought. <laughs> that's why we. That's why we went to the thrift shop. Oh my gosh! And so she was like, um, you know, you getting it for you. what size does your girl <laughs> girlfriend wear? She was so she was so lost. But um, oh, it's too funny. When he at, she got him one, and when he actually put it on, um. <laughs> uh, <laughs> It was a fire. It was fire. It was fire. <laughs> it was fire. She liked it. Um, so shout out to the male rompers, man. That's yes, innovation right there. That's uh, hilarious. Okay, another popular thing was Everyday Struggle. Mm-hmm. That started this year. That, and that's already like a popular show for the culture that people always revert to or are quoting now when they're talking like I was about left things. off bad and bougie. Exactly. Yeah. They've had such great moments and memorable moments of 2017. So that was definitely a popular thing of 2017. Sure. And then another thing, Yo Gotti. Mm-hmm. I think people sleep on Yo Gotti. He was popular. He was on a Chris Brown song. He dropped his own <laughs> album. He had Rake It Up. Like he he, he somehow manages to um, make hits. Uh, yeah. Exactly. Like he he still maintains his popularity. Mm-hmm. And like you said, I kind of question it. I'm like, I don't know how it works, but it's he, working for he's, him. Yeah, he's not melodic or anything. It's, just, it's, it's he, not amazing music that he's made or groundbreaking <laughs> or you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. But. He, he's there and shout out to Yo Gotti for still doing it. 
For sure. Um, Popular things. Um, what the fuck is up with these robots that that that, that people oh, are building? What is that robot's name? I forgot her name. Um, but she's scary looking. Oh no, I don't trust her not one bit. Yeah, I've seen man. iRobot. Um, I've seen that this is a trend I'm seeing. That, yeah, they're just Mm-mm. shooting up these androids and robots like this is okay. And I see Mm-mm. them like you know I've seen one robot or android or whatever it was like dancing on a stripper pole with the girls uh, on. Yes, I saw that. I, I was, was like, like uh uh-uh. uh. This is where we're coming to now. Throwing in the world? my bitcoins at it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, man. Uh, Too funny. Anything else? Uh, let's see. What, what else was there? Drug culture and uh, rap. Um, yeah. it's always been around, but um, user not the dealer now. Yeah, and um, we recently had one to, um one death in the industry of um Lil Peep. Mm-hmm. Um, Mm-mm-mm. and that's when I realized like, yeah, this is. This and he warned us. Mm-hmm. He warned us on social media, and mm-hmm. no one you know recognize the signs and yeah it's yeah it's really dude sad. actually his friends were like recording him i want to say and like dude was yeah yeah it was, they it was thought he was just passed out yeah and um that that's how bad it's gotten mm-hmm. um but yeah that's that's something that's that's been standing out recently in in, in the hip-hop culture and i mean i don't knock anybody for their art or what they want to put in their art or whatever but um mm-hmm. as consumers we have to realize that um, and it's as also as them as leaders that people mm-hmm. look up to. We have to realize what we are putting into our music and um, the the moves that we make also outside of audio, um, mm-hmm. just in our everyday lives. That does affect other people as well when you have that type of platform. But also as consumers, we should know Being that. Smart. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Knowing when to tell the difference between entertainment and real life. Mm-hmm. Reality and you know, like I said, entertainment. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. That but that transitions from popular things to just memorable moments of mm-hmm. 2017, mm-hmm. and so we've already talked about Tyrese meltdown, mm-hmm. which I had on my list, and then do it look like I was left off bad and bougie. Yeah, that was another one. <laughs> we've already talked off. about Cardi too going number one of being mm-hmm. a memorable moment, and so the last one I really have on my list is Meek Mill going back to jail. Yeah, oh yeah, my that's man. Memorable. Yeah, they really him up. Yeah, it's, it's kind of sad and like how he is going back in. Like it's not really justified. Or Again, I gotta play. For, I gotta play devil's advocate with it. Yeah, but um, I understand. Go ahead. Yeah, I mean, Meek is a grown ass man. When mm-hmm. I when I saw um, Nikki testifying for him like last year, or a couple years ago, I was like, okay, this dude. You got your, you got your girl out here, you know, looking crazy, looking crazy for you, and then you go back to jail. Back. Uh, it's just like back to back. as an as an artist Sorry, <laughs> as an artist you gotta know the platform that you have and the actions that you do have repercussions mm-hmm. and so i mean yeah what he went to jail for wasn't justified per se but but it's like you gotta move different yeah once exactly you're in that type of position of these rules and mm-hmm. i have no idea of how the system is ran but i i just assume it's the toughest especially mm-hmm. if you're black and mm-hmm. so move accordingly mm-hmm. and he didn't yep. and so i mean these are the consequences yeah they're extreme but that's what you expect when you're in the system mm-hmm. so uh, like you said he's a grown-ass man yeah should have known better exactly it's exactly. just unfortunate it's real unfortunate. Definitely, definitely. But just like popular things or memorable moments, let's talk about some forgettable things. Now, I didn't, I really didn't prep you to prepare mm-hmm. with anything that you have may have forgotten in 2017 because it would kind of be weird to ask you to remember something you've forgotten. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but some things I feel are forgettable, and maybe you can just chime in and add to it. One 
will be this revival album that we've, we've talked about, Eminem. Mm-hmm. Definitely forgettable. It's not standout. Definitely don't want to jam it. I don't even think people I haven't know, listened to it. I don't even think people realize Eminem dropped an album, honestly. Right? The only reason why I know about it is because it's like one of the front albums on Apple Music because he's Eminem. Mm-hmm. Like, just because his name is Eminem, mm-hmm. of course they're going to put him on the you know screen cover mm-hmm. of iTunes and Apple Music. Mm-hmm. But other than that... The album is very forgettable, and I haven't even listened to the album, and I know that already, mm-hmm. and that's kind of sad, and mm-hmm. that says a lot. But another thing that was forgettable, um, you know there was a Tupac movie, right? Yeah, I actually, <laughs> I actually showed my mom that for the first the, time the other the day. The culture was waiting for this for so long, and mm-hmm. then we finally got it with an actor who looked really like him, mm-hmm. and then made a shitty movie. Yeah. A shitty it wasn't movie. a shitty well, movie. Well, I mean... It was a good 6 out of 10. I... The first attempt I tried to watch it, I fell asleep. Mm-hmm. Second attempt, I was mad. And then to have someone who is portrayed in the movie come out and say that it's incorrect discredits the movie. Jada Pickett was like, yeah, I didn't do that. I did not say that. Yeah. I did not do that. And so yeah. I was just like, well, then if she's saying this, how can I trust all these other scenes and things that you have may have fabricated because you couldn't reach out to the real individual and you just made and your own his, story. And then his mom died as well, so... Yes. Yeah, I don't know where they're pulling their sources from. Exactly. I would think the person I would go to, which is an unpopular opinion as well, would be hmm. Suge Knight. Because um, oh, he's that the is only. an unpopular opinion. <laughs> but he was the only one that was like there for a, a good portion of Tupac's is career. He in jail? I don't is know. He? I know last time I saw him, he was acting blind. Huh? Uh, that's the last <laughs> time I heard from Suge. Acting blind. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's. Yeah, that movie was all right. I, mm, it is forgettable though. Uh, um, another movie that I don't want people to forget about, but it's kind of gone on the, under the radar. Hmm. Get Out that came uh, out this year, yes. and um, people sh- shouldn't sleep on that movie. Don't um, sleep. Yeah, it um revolutionized yeah. the um the horror genre, in my opinion. Yes, yes, and did so much for Lil Rel. Mm-hmm. Lil Rel mm-hmm. was like, I see you, Lil Rel. For sure, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> so I was glad he was a part of a, a big box office hit. Mm-hmm. Um, moving along, um, let's see. Really quickly, let's talk about best beef of 2017. Okay. And so I have I have a quick little list. It's not all of them because I couldn't remember. But of course, if you can add one, just say your one favorite beef of the year out of this list or what you can remember. And so I have Kendrick and Big Sean. <laughs> Nikki and Remy Ma, mm-hmm. Soldier Boy and Chris Brown, mm-hmm. Chris Brown and the Migos, mm-hmm. Migos and Everyday Struggle, Cameron and Mace, Jay Z and the Money Phone, <laughs> Birdman and Rick Ross, Birdman and Wayne, A Boogie and Lil B, and then the R and B singers Her and Him, and so that's the list that I have. Okay. Any that I leave off that you can think of, or no, what's I'd... your favorite? Um. The most, one of the most important ones, I'll go to my favorite, but the most, one of the most important ones is the Birdman and Lil Wayne beef. This shit needs to get resolved. Cause right now, I'll personally say Wayne, I wanna say, I would say he's a legend, but his credibility is kind of, it breaks my heart. It's up in the air right now and it's not his fault. Um, yeah, cause I know he can't release music like he wants to. I've read all of the details of this lawsuit Mm -hmm. and I feel for Lil Wayne. I Mm -hmm. think Birdman is the devil. Mm -hmm. I think he knew what he was doing from the beginning with always renegotiating 
renegotiating deals, offering sets of money when he knew he wasn't going to pay out the remaining amount. Like I, I see a pattern and it's unfortunate that mm-hmm. little Wayne really trusted this man with his empire. And now it's, it's resulted in his credibility being mm-hmm. lost and he can't put out music and him not being the best rapper alive or having his yeah, rap run because wanna, he's still, he's still young. Like, I don't want to hear Wayne on a, on a, I'm sorry. I don't want to hear him on a DJ Khaled song with Justin Bieber and Quavo. <laughs> I don't. Because he, that's what he's limited to now because yeah. he can only stick to those type of features he, he because sh- he can't drop. A Wayne feature should feel like a Kanye feature or a Jay feature. It should have I that know, type of impact. It doesn't anymore. Mm-mm. Um, uh, but also with Birdman, I, I, what if Birdman doesn't handle this situation? Like, he's not the one that's handling the money. Because there's, we can't forget that cash money is 50-50 owned. You also have Slim, mm-hmm. um, Birdman's brother, who nobody seems to go at. It's never fuck Slim. Mm-hmm. It's always fuck Birdman. But there's also, a, like, cash money is ran 50-50 by but both I mean, of them. you're going to go to the person you consider your dad in the situation. Yeah. And if your dad's not rooting for you or helping you out of mm. course that's where your anger is going to go because you're like well at the end of the day i thought at, of all people i could trust you yeah and i can't trust you and so you're the person i'm gonna go at yeah mm-hmm. demonize mm-hmm. and i i really loved rick ross for going at birdman for the culture because i thought i thought it was a big brotherly like move i think a lot more artists should do that. I mm-hmm. know it would interfere with their their money or maybe being blackballed or, or I have whatever. a lot of res- I have a lot of respect for Ross. Um, he's yeah. he's had a dicey past. Um, as far as you know, him being a CEO and everything, but he's also showed me he's one of the most resilient artists out there. Mm-hmm. Um, from his beef with Fifty to he beef with a whole gang of GDs and like right. Um, and he's he's came he's come out unscathed in each of them. Um, mm-hmm. Wayne also needs to just kind of and this. Just my opinion. I feel he needs to kind of grow a backbone. Um, I mean, there's only so much he can do because you got to take it to court. It's true. It's true. But, um, yeah, I mean, he's in a tough situation. And Wayne is one of my favorite favorite rappers. So I I would hate to see him, like, you know, not get the credibility he deserves. Mm -hmm. Um, But, yeah, it's just an unfortunate situation. Yeah, but, yeah, that's definitely a good choice. I would say, I mean... One for the culture, Remy and Nikki, even though it was mm-hmm. lackluster, mm-hmm. I expected better bars and a back and forth. But for the culture, it was still a nice little moment. But I really am paying attention um, to this R&B beef between her and him, mm-hmm. H-E-R and H-I-M. Now, H-E-R, her, she came out first. Mm-hmm. She doesn't show her face. Mm-hmm. You know, she's just a silhouette. Mm-hmm. Um, and she has this very nice, soulful, you know, R&B, new age music and she has this movement where you know she's just mysterious Mm -hmm. and then there's this artist that comes out h-i-m him and steals her full wave like Mm -hmm. he has just a silhouette he doesn't show his face he's very mysterious he releases an album where all his song titles are the same or counter like to hers and it's just like very kind of stalkerish uh, let my man shoot his shot uh, I don't think it's shooting your shot because she you know publicly came out and was like no I'm not with this like you're stealing my whole weight. Yeah, I saw that. It was like a tweet or something. Yeah, it was yeah. A, she was like, you know, I've been quiet long enough, but, you know, mm-hmm. this is like, you know, stealing, theft. Yeah, you're stealing my like, sauce. Like, Yeah, like all of it. Mm-hmm. Like, it's the exact same thing. And like, this is a beef that I really want to pay close attention to because this is not all right, but he's getting away with it. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, how? 
<laughs> like how? I mean, he has freedom to express. So I mean, is he selling mm-hmm. his music? Or I just mean like how, as in the the terms of the fans. Oh, it's like y'all really rocking with that? I mean, like he same... just stole her whole like just listen to her then. The same fans, <laughs> same fans that rock with Drake for getting his songs real for him. I mean, uh, <sighs> yeah, because it's like kind of like liking Tory Lanez because he, and he's he <laughs> just had a freestyle. He just had a freestyle, uh, like a Breakfast Club freestyle or no, something like that. Hot 97. Hot 97, yeah. yeah and, he was still- and it was fire. I listened to it, and then I was like, wait a minute. This is too good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so um, that's just the time we're in right now. So I guess, yeah. Biting age. I mean, Bodak Yellow, right? Mm-hmm. That's a whole bitten song. One of the biggest songs in the country. <laughs> right, number one. Mm-hmm. And it was bitten. Mm-hmm. But um, things to look forward to in 2018. Um, let's see, let's see, let's see. I put down Childish Gambino, which we already, you know, kind of touched on. Mm-hmm. I, you know, what he's like, Atlanta's coming back, My you know, right him there. and Star yeah. Wars. Like, I'm definitely keeping an eye on Donald, Ch- aka Childish Gambino, mm-hmm. um, Tink. I don't know if you're familiar with the rapper yeah. Tink. Timbaland. But, uh, yes, she has not posted on her Instagram or Twitter mm-hmm. since May of this year may of 2017 and it's now december of Mm -hmm. 2017 and i'm like what are you up to Mm -hmm. what are you planning Mm -hmm. no one just disappears off of social media and says not a peep a word a freestyle nothing Mm -hmm. timbaland hasn't even mentioned her name either Mm -hmm. and so i'm just like something's coming and i hope oh and i pray that it's not some reinvention of her where she's just a completely different person and she's singing or something now Mm -hmm. or she's popping just like not herself Mm -hmm. i'm just hoping she just comes back with the most fire bars yeah. And she kills it because like Dreezy, like Cardi, like these are people who, where I thought she would be mm-hmm. by now. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, where, Tink, come on, catch up. You've been around longer than them mm-hmm. and you're way behind them. Mm-hmm. And so sh- I look forward to her. And then of course I look forward to anything dropping from Drake. <laughs> more music, more life, of okay. course. And then the evolution of Tea with Tammy. Of course, more to come. Season um three, spring twenty eighteen. And then hopefully I can get some merchandise off. Oh, that'd ground. be nice. Right? Oh, be I'll get you something. I'll let I'll get a little extra small for you. Okay. <laughs> I'm actually kinda of gaining a little bit of weight. Oh, okay, so you are small now. Uh, I, need, I need that XL right there. Oh, okay. What about you? What's to look forward to in the twenty eighteen? Um man, I'm looking forward to how Trump destroys the country. Um <laughs> that that should be beautiful. I was I was just about to say, man, I want a whole podcast where I'll say his name. <laughs> We gotta mention the man, man. He needs the clout. Oh, oh, your president? You mean you wanna mention uh, your president? <laughs> Oh, I said man. I didn't say president. <laughs> 45. <laughs> he has no name. Um, but um, aside from that, um, let's see. There's a lot to look forward to. Um, there's been a surge of just powerful women that have stepped up over this past year. And um, I'm looking forward to that trend continuing. It's not even, I don't even want it to be a trend. I'm looking exactly. forward to just women being powerful, being beautiful, being as educated as they can be. Um, Speak we, on it. We need that representation. Yes. Um, especially in the black community as well, as much as we, we've, we've knocked down our women. Yes. Um, so I'm, I'm looking forward to that representation right there. Mm-hmm. Um, and just black creative creatives, period. Like you said, you mentioned Donald Glover, um, Jordan Peele. Um, it's a lot yes. of black creatives, Tiffany Haddish, that yes. are just kind of on the surge right now. And we also need that as well. 
um, from people that are our age and, you know, maybe a couple of years older than us. Um, mm-hmm. It's good to see that. Yep. Uh, especially in, in different departments of in entertainment as far as the director's chair, um, not just with um, movies that we're used to, but, you know, mm-hmm. movies like Get Out and, you know, movies like the Han Solo deal. Yes. Um, it's, it's, it's pretty cool to see that. Yep, exactly. Now, as for just to wrap things up, any goals or predictions or just personal things in life that you want to mention or you look forward to for 2018? Any type of goals, predictions, um, things on your to-do list? As far as I go, um, yeah. I, I've had a pretty like great 2017. Um, I'm, I'm not one to brag on any accolades. Go I have ahead. Or anything like that. Go ahead. Um, Nobody judging. But yeah, um, <laughs> I was on New York Times this year at the top of the year. Okay. Uh, copyright magazine. All right, um, stunt. <laughs> dropped a music film, directed like two or three other videos for people. Um, yeah, it's been damn. A, it's been a pretty successful year. Oh, um, right. And he was sex symbol. <laughs> full blown sex symbol at that at this point. Dang. Um, okay, ladies. Uh, um, check up on yeah, it. Please slide in my DMs. I need it. <laughs> he uh, said, please. <laughs> But um, as far as 2018 goes, I just continue to, uh, I want to continue to create. Um, I definitely want to continue my music route. But also, um, like you mentioned earlier in the mm-hmm. interview, um, I'm a jack of all trades. Um, people like Childish Gambino and, and Jordan Peele, they show us that we don't have to fit in with the stereotypes that the industry places upon us. Mm-hmm. I mean, just because you're a trap artist doesn't necessarily mean you have to make trap music. Exactly. Just beca- yeah. Uh, it, it, we, we, just because we're black doesn't mean we have to fall into those stereotypes as, oh, mm-hmm. we should only make, you know, trap music or, only, oh, we should only make this type of movie. Um, we shouldn't, we, we should definitely expand upon Don't our creativity. Yourself. Yeah, exactly. Speak outside the box. And so that's my goal for 2018, just okay. to continue to expand. Um, continue to be myself 100% because I'm not changing for nobody. I don't give a fuck about doing that anymore. <laughs> so, um, yeah, just the message to everybody. Just be yourself. Stop trying to impress ever, any any and everybody. Um, and you'll find way more success doing that. So. Aw, yes. Live for yourself, people. Exactly, exactly. As for myself, goals, um, get my money up always. That's oh, like, yeah, getting always bag. Securing all bags. Yes. <laughs> not just the bags, yes. just all bags. Yes. I need to secure all bags. Money bags, bags yes. under my eyes, all that. Yes. Yes, all grocery bags. Yes, yes all of them. Uh, another thing is just being consistent. And uh, with Tea with Tammy, I'm definitely focusing on getting content every day to you all out there, you sippers. And so hopefully, you know, I can keep that website constantly updated. And of course, when season three comes back, have that podcast up and rolling. But mm-hmm. for now, of course, we have Tea with Tammy Sound. We have the Sex with Tammy playlist. Mm-hmm. We have the Wake Up Wednesdays. We have Book Club on Tuesdays. And so, yeah, definitely stay tuned and follow right on all social media sites. Yes, business cards coming soon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But um yeah that's that's all I really have to mention anything else you want to plug your social media where to find oh, yes. you what to look forward to find me on www.itsaq.com mm-hmm. um also follow me on Twitter at itsaq Instagram is the same thing itsaq itsaq is my brand um that is me <laughs> um so yeah <laughs> um be sure to um follow me on those um respectable platforms and also yeah just look forward to what I have coming in the future I don't like giving I don't like announcing things. So, um, right? yeah, just, just be about it. Yeah, just be about it. 
just be about it. All right. And of course, follow Tio Tammy everywhere, all social media sites, Instagram, Twitter, Tumblr, YouTube, Facebook, SoundCloud, Stitcher Radio, iTunes, Apple Music, at T with Tammy. Tammy is T-A-M-I. And then, of course, we have TeaWithTammy.com. Merchandise coming soon, Season 3, Spring 2018. And that wraps up this special episode, 2017 Recap, featuring Mr. AQ. Thank you for coming through. Yes, got to have you on more episodes in the future. For sure, for sure, for sure. And until next time... Sip some damn tea. <laughs> Already. <laughs>